0: Come with me to a beefy place. We can run away.
1: Dun, dun, dun,
0: dun. Run away with me to Beefington Square. <laughs> what do you think would be in Beefington Square, in Alex? In Beefington Square? Yeah, no, Beefington Square.
1: Oh, I hope there's a little bacon shop. Mm. Yeah. Little... <laughs>
0: Beefington Square at the... at the uh... It would be in the center of Beeftown, USA. It,
1: yeah, it would be. It would be a bacon shop and a river made of beef stew. Ooh, geez. Yeah, it smells so. It bad. sounds so smelly. <laughs> Everything just fall festering everywhere. in the light. It's just
0: super greasy. Imagine like <laughs> slipping into it at at night. Ooh vile. it Sounds terrible. I sprained my elbow. You know how this, many animals Beepington would Square? infiltrate
1: Beefington Square at any time? How point? many animals? Oh my There'd god. There'd be
0: raccoons like mad raccoons. Yeah that'd be so gross. Anyway. There's like with deer that fell in that are all like <laughs> oh. <laughs> all the wolves are like thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello everyone welcome to the Bucket of Beef show uh, uh episode six.
0: Episode six. Episode six. Uh my name is Alex Morrison. My name is luke hodson i love the breaking thank you that was really nice. i've been trying to work on my on my pauses yeah i i pause too much when i perform you think so oh 100 and uh rather than uh better myself i think i'm gonna lean into it just indulge yeah make it a choice love it rather than a happenstance uh
1: yeah so we have uh, again some really great films for you this week this week uh well we
0: haven't filmed a, a pod like a for our main channel in like two weeks. In a minute. Yeah. I had a little little trip that took me out of the game for a little bit. Yeah. I am back. I'm excited about this podcast because I believe this is the first one that we've had where um where the choices have been up to the audience. Yeah. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. This is the first one with uh choices left to the audience. This is the first one we've done since we've released any episodes. And that's
0: true. And just as a quick reminder Um, The way that we're picking these episodes, we're going to be putting... We put out two polls. One poll goes to our Instagram page and Facebook as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's another poll that's exclusive only to Patreon subscribers.
1: And we are alternating them. So, like, our goof pick will go to the Patreons one week. And then the next week, the Patreons will get, like, our regular film Mm -hmm. pick.
0: So, if you do want to have full control over what you are listening to on this podcast, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon channel. It's only four dollars a month.
1: Patreon.com slash bucket of
0: beef show. You know the deal. You've heard it before. Please, please, please help us. Yeah. I need to eat something eventually. <laughs> um yeah, we're I mean we're doing really well though. Oh we're doing doing great. And thank you thank you guys we don't, we don't need you guys. N- no don't say that. We need you, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for uh sticking with us on this podcast. And we are building a little community, and we see you, and we're just, like, our, our gratitude is swelling every day. Um, seeing, seeing the numbers and, and you guys reaching out to us for film suggestions, which do go directly to the polls, uh, we hear you, we're listening. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so, today, we are looking at a movie from the year 2000.
0: It is very much a 2000s film.
1: I really didn't think this one would win the poll.
0: I wasn't certain it would. And then I saw, and I was like, oh, fuck. I think you, you under the, this is the thing. I, I feel like both of us sometimes underestimate the power of nostalgia. Yeah, I think and so, too. And this movie is dripping with nostalgia.
1: That's so interesting, because I wouldn't necessarily think so. But the movie we watched
0: is called Miss Congeniality. Miss Congeniality. That is the actual theme song of the film. Um, is it? hmm Okay. In my world.
1: In your world? Yeah. I love it. So we're gonna try a synopsis off the cuff,
0: off the cuff for this episode. Can I try? Can I try the synopsis for this one, and then you can do the synopsis for the other one? That sounds phenomenal. So this synopsis comes straight from my heart, from the mind of Luke Hodson. Uh, enter the year two thousand. <laughs> a no-nonsense FBI agent by the name of Gracie. Don't remember her last name, Not unfortunately. Annoying. Um, Gracie Hart. Gracie Hart. I knew that. A no-nonsense FBI agent by the name of Gracie Hart um, gets thrown into the pageant world when they learn that there is potentially a terrorist plot to do some bad, bad stuff at the Miss USA pageant.
1: Is that, is that it?
0: Armed with her wits and a few hidden pistols. Whoa. Can this no-nonsense tough cookie man-hater <laughs> find the true meaning of friendship while at the same time countering terrorism?
1: I loved that. How's that synopsis? You need to be writing for, like, Netflix or, like, you need to be writing
0: this. It was a little bit of a wandering a wandering one there. I loved it.
1: Oh my goodness! So,
0: what what were your thoughts, your initial thoughts on miscongeniality?
1: Well, because this movie goes all over the place. So, from the very start, we meet a a, a little girl, Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. on a playground, um, and she's witnessing these two little boys going at it, like they're fighting, and the she beats up the little bully boy. And then she goes to the other boy. She's like, I like you. You're a nice guy. And he's like, you just defended me. You're a girl. Don't touch me. I hate you.
0: Men don't like strong women, according to Miss Congeniality. And
1: that was kind of the initial message. And I was like, okay, I can catch a vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I understand what's going on. And I'm not so sure that this movie sticks to its guns in terms of, like, um... Keeping that message a big it, part of it, it
0: one hundred percent flip flops. flip flops constantly. constantly.
1: <laughs> how the amount of like we almost decided to count how many times Sandra Bullock
0: gets her ass smacked as an FBI agent, yeah, by other FBI the, agents. The amount of like of just sexual harassment that's just that's just like teeming, teeming it's within like, this agency is crazy. It's vile. And honestly, like looking back, I'm like. Did this actually just, like, happen in all facets of American life? At this point in time, like, in the year like, 2000? Just, be, just because, like, how casual all of this is? Yeah. Like, and it's not, like, no one gets called out ever. It's super know? weird. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We- and then also, like, the the main, like, one of the main, um, like, purveyors and, like, uh, driving forces of all this, like, sexual misconduct is the love interest (laughs) of the film. God. Which, uh, you know, he does end up... Sometimes he's like, come on, guys, cut her some slack. Like, the the amount of,
1: like, hidden
0: cameras and dressing rooms in this. I'm like, imagine if this, like was to go public in this world yeah like this would be a a, such a scandal (laughs) but you know you notice he he only is like come on guys she's an agent once
1: they have like odd sexual encounters yeah like it's because then
0: he feels like it's a threat to him it's a threat to him (laughs) he's not gonna get any if he doesn't do this crazy
1: so weird um so yeah what about you what are your initial thoughts on this and so, then we'll get into kind of like the thick plot and supporting characters and things like that
0: yeah i mean this is a very lighthearted. hearted it's a lighthearted film they kind of try to like interject some more serious things within it but they never really um like move beyond the goofiness which in my opinion i think is a good thing for this kind of movie like mm-hmm. this is clearly like a sit down have fun like little popcorn haha yeah movie you know this had a lot of like
1: good laughs in it it did
0: there i like sandra bullock is great in this film oh she's i think that it's cast really well yeah um it's like it's kind of like a. it feels like a sunday morning like mystery vibe type thing. You know what I mean? Sort of, yeah. Maybe not, maybe a little more a little more scandalous.
1: I would say scandalous cuz there really is not much of a mystery in this. No. It's kind of hilarious how the FBI couldn't catch like like a pageant. <laughs> I know. A pageant queen and her son. Yeah. Like that's just Well, and they
0: also just like they're like I wonder who and then they're just like Let, we'll just show them.
1: Yeah, you yeah.
0: know. Like like they don't find it out really. Like there's suspicions. Yeah. But they never get to like concretely confirm them. So it kind of like where there could be tension and like are they getting this right yeah. instead they choose to be like it's a like
1: no they're like we it, caught the guy
0: yeah it's a it's a it's a movie about counterterrorism but it's very low stakes super yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: cuz it's so what it's called the citizen the guy is the citizen who mm-hmm. like the fbi has been after for so long and then like toward the end they're like we caught him and they're like wait no there's no way you caught this guy and like but they did I guess so, but it would have been cool to kind of... I, yeah, the
0: citizen seemed a little more interesting. Yeah,
1: than. for sure. Because they do really, like... Th- there's a scene where, like, the quote-unquote citizen is making the bomb. And it, supposedly it's the son mm-hmm. of the pageant queen, whatever yeah. his name is. And, like, there are clippings of, like, the citizen
0: all over the wall. And I'm like,
1: where? Also, How? Why? Also, the, the
0: citizen, it, like, there's so... He's done so many horrendous things... And but this is still a world without fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? They're all like oh, blah, 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 blah. He blew up a stadium last week. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh well.
1: The FBI is just really chilling, honestly. Yeah. Um so we get uh about fifteen minutes into this movie. Hmm.
0: Where we meet uh, Michael Caine, which
1: I was th- – this cast is very stacked.
0: I love the cast. The, uh, the, the the whole cast of this movie is really fun. Yeah. And they really uh, – I feel like they really understood the assignment for all these things. Yeah, they do. Know?
1: Yeah. So we have uh, Michael Caine. We meet about 15 minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. who is uh, the, the stylist that the FBI hires to make Sandra Bullock uh, – i guess gorgeous hot. which is it feels it's like an odd thing to say i feel <laughs> like she's still
0: hot oh she's gorgeous like, Sandra no Bullock is absolutely what, beautiful
1: no matter what she's hot yeah um and I, it kind of struck me because then we get to the pageant and nobody else has like a stylist or assistant yeah like it's just Michael. Well, but also
0: that they're like they're, they're like everyone else already has a stylist but then, but they're all doing themselves. Yeah, like, like there's no one. It's just yeah. Michael
1: Caine in that dressing room. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, "Is is he like is he bi or or like gay?" And you're like, "I was like, I feel like if he wouldn't be going into the uh, the dressing room if he was just like casual bi man, yeah, like, grabbing boobs and stuff in there." Well, why
0: are you assuming all by men are just gonna grab boobs and ass i'm not he's a stylist though so i mean like he'd feel like that <laughs> maybe his job well and, and honestly like within the world of this movie it wouldn't be too far out of pocket i yeah. think michael Caine's the only person that doesn't grope another person in this film
1: he's the only one yeah yeah, yeah. he's the only oh, innocent male william shatner is kind of yeah like,
0: william he, shatner's innocent too yeah he's just I like i love I'm I'm loved william shatner in this he like he's getting fired he's not bitter though he's like i've you know i've run my course yeah i'm feeling fine you know he's a good guy um
1: let's talk about some of the uh the other miss states in here so we have miss rhode island Mm -hmm. love miss rhode island so i love all of all
0: of the states yeah yeah i
1: didn't like miss texas
0: yeah miss tex she was a little crass for you She was a little crass they're all very much like um like personifications of their states yeah very much so I like Miss New York. She was my favorite. Yeah. Miss New York was cool. Yeah. She was very kind. Um,
1: I, I don't even know where to go with this.
0: Honestly. What did you think about the relationship between the, all the pageant ladies?
1: Like, it's it, there was a point, like, toward the end where, like, um, Gracie is kind of defeated. And... Michael Caine leaves and is like, well, the FBI told me that I should leave right now, otherwise I won't get paid, so, like, you're on your own, and she shows up into the pageant dressing room, but, like, right before she shows up, all, of the, all the pageant queens are like, oh, well, she's not gonna come, she kinda sucks, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, I don't really like her, she was never gonna make it in this anyway, who did she think she was? And then the second she shows up, they're like, "Baby, what's wrong? Oh my god, we have to get you looking great." And just like the duality,
0: they're just talking shit.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't like it though. You don't like it? No, a little two
0: faced for you. Yeah,
1: I don't like that. It really bothers. I like me. the
0: little relationships they all have together. It's a, it's a little catty. It was Maybe nice little, when they went you know, out. It was. I love. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I love the scene when they go out. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, really I really, I really like that, and I really, really like. Um, I I really like uh, Miss Rhode Island. Yeah, she's like so so earnest and pure and ditzy and like they're, they're the like. whole like uh, her favorite date and everything. That was cute. very cute. That was cute. There's a lot of like <laughs> the 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 film is kind of is a little bit of a hot mess at times. It is, yeah. But the quips and like the little bits that they have in are so fun um, that I can't help but smile when I. When I watch it, what did you think of the messaging of like, these women aren't like, aren't just objects, they aren't just ditzy? It was it was kind of, it's kind of interesting to me, because they very much are like, take these women seriously. And are then like, look at how silly they... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. an interesting dichotomy that they have. I've learned in doing this podcast that dichotomy is like my favorite word to use. Yeah. I need to brush up my uh, my vocabulary a little more. I need to get it a little more robust.
1: I mean, it's... It's, it's true. Like, Gracie is the character from the start is like, no, all these women, like, I'm going to show up to this pageant and it's going to suck because they only want world peace. And I don't fuck with the world <laughs> 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 Oh my God. And no and i think I, I think you're absolutely right i think there are s- specifically aspects of like when they have their girl time and they're like eating pizza and they really connect and then they go to the bar and gracie's like well you're just gonna throw the shit up anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah right and it's i don't know it's, it's, it's
0: like wholesome and toxic <laughs> at the same time at the same exact time. you know yeah
1: but you just don't see in movies anymore
0: no you don't think to that so stuff.
1: not nearly as much like i feel like i think when you see, not i think well we, oh no not at all not at all i mean
0: i think you you do i think you see it in some films but it's they're more self aware about it yeah um yeah there's definitely uh it's like like aiming for the target but like kind of grazing by yeah you know yeah.
1: but i they this movie isn't so much even about the romance either
0: No, I would say that the romance is very much a secondary aspect of the film. It's much more about the sisterhood and, like, them. I I do think it's funny that, like, none of the pageant girls were pissed that that, fucking—that Miss Jersey, a.k.a. Sandra Bullock's character, like, has never been in a a beauty pageant, gets fixed into the top ten, and then gets second place, gets runner-up to Miss USA— After not having, like, all of these girls have put in years of their lives to do this. And then this bitch just, like, strolls on up with her FBI wax, (laughs) (laughs) legs looking great, and then just, like, beats you in your own game. I was surprised that there wasn't anyone that was a little a little sour about that. See,
1: but you know what though, I feel like that makes the most sense though. Well, because like they... that's the most that's the most exceptional, rash not exceptional, exceptionally rational thing that happens in this movie. I think because like there was a bomb in the in the you know and like that is true. They, they, they had to them. have all been told. You know yeah. what I mean? So like like even Miss Texas who just gets like socked so hard in the face is like, I love you, thank
0: you. Yeah. I also like they're. They're like we're embedding you undercover, but like halfway through the movie, they're like very clearly just openly discussing the FBI. Like, there's no way that people don't that the girls don't know that something's going on because like we literally have Gracie Hart. Is it Gracie Hart? Is that her last name?
1: Her, yeah, her real name is yeah, Gracie Hart. Yeah, Gracie
0: Hart with um.
1: Because I think I think that the name they give her is Gracie La, La Jesus, <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs>
0: um, but her and the the other FBI guy. Her like kind, her kind of love interest. Um, they're like openly discussing the case, like just <laughs> in the wings of the stage. Yeah. Like, um, so they're very. There isn't. They're not aiming for a ton of transparency, not at like all. toward the middle to the to the end of the film, for sure. Yeah. The
1: only thing did a really great job, Ernie Hudson.
0: Ernie Hudson was great Represents Represent. Ernie, Ernie Hudson. Hudson was great. Um, really liked Ernie Hudson in this um what did you think about the creepy the creepy uh son in this
1: i i just couldn't imagine looking at that script and being like is it just all one-liners about miss tech's ass i know (laughs) know? this man
0: was a true deviant (laughs) this is this is like the golden example of like fucking there's there's so many fucking uh like little boys that that are like, see, see, it's only sexual harassment when it's the ugly guy doing it. Yeah, with all the handsome guy does it, and he's the love interest. Yeah, blah, blah. <laughs> but they put, but they put up with fucking the fucking son guy too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like so much like dealing with sexual harassment. It's so in weird. this, I did not. Yeah.
1: Um. What are you, so. This is not your first
0: time viewing it. and you... It is not. This is a childhood classic for me.
1: And I know we had discussed, like, with Indiana Jones, like, your nostalgia meter, yeah, and your regular meter. Where are you at now? With you this?
0: know, I still honestly kind of liked it the same. Really? Yeah. I, I remember it, like, I was surprised at, like, how vividly I remembered so much of this film. Yeah. I think it's fun. I mean, it's, it's like, definitely got its toxic moments, for sure. But, again, it's, like, I think it's very much, like, in the realm of, like, The Mummy like it's it's very much like a little time capsule for its era yeah you know like this is very this is this like hits like beat for beat like a lighthearted 2000s comedy film yeah slash like maybe rom-com vibes like they throw a little bit of that in there Mm -hmm. um but i think it's fun like they they don't take themselves too seriously like the casting's good i think that the acting is everything that you need it to be in a movie like this I think it is a little, um, they definitely shoehorn a little bit of like, um, like heavier stuff that they just kind of forget about Mm -hmm. like very quickly. Like with the whole, um, like when you hear about like Miss Rhode Island sexual assault in the, in the film. Yeah.
1: They Yeah. I I forgot about that. And it's
0: kind of one of those things where it's like how seriously, like, are you expecting the audience to take this when so many of the other moments of sexual misconduct in this film have been like, have been inserted as like a laugh? Yeah. You know, I think that was kind of an interesting choice on that. And, and it, it does hit, I think it does hit in the movie with that because it comes after like such a fun, um, such a fun like lighthearted girls night out mm-hmm. um but it's still like ultimately kind of forgotten and yeah. i think it does make you care more about about especially miss rhode island where it's like oh this is like and it's kind of shitty that like the movie kind of takes it as like oh we're gonna give this character depth by giving them like trauma mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh which is kind of like a a bit of a hard thing to discuss I think it is it's a hard thing to um, discuss
1: and but then again that is also like I really do think there are some really incredible moments of reality because she's like I've never told anyone this she says it and then it is just kind of breezed you know yeah like right over yeah I mean Sandra Bullock cares about it and we care about it in the moment and then yeah it's just kind of lost you know what I mean yeah and but I mean like I that could have very well been purposeful I think it definitely was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I think they're like, okay, we're like, ha ha ha, but like, this is still the real world.
1: It's it's so interesting because there are a lot of plot points that just aren't centralized, and most of the plot points in this movie aren't centralized because they do deal with kind of heavy stuff. They do. Yeah. And it is meant to be just like a lighthearted rom com. So, I mean, like, you are dealing with terrorism and you're dealing with. Like eating disorders as like a light hearted joke, or like you know men being shitty, and it's it, it's just such a hard thing to wrap your head around in terms of a comedy, and it is it's just such of its era. The Mummy does it, I think. Yeah, a lot. It's of- crazy
0: just how many like not real not realizing and like looking back like how much like it. I think it's funny that like nowadays everyone's like oh like everyone and everything is so hyper sexualized mm-hmm. and like blah 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 but like and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess this is a this mess, is a mess. It's okay. but you look back at all these things like all of like the just clear like objectification of people in in like early 2000s and 90s films and like in the 80s and everything it's all the same yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like nothing. It's just like there are just different like avenues for like the overt sexualization of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think it's. I just think it's funny that. Uh, I, I think it's funny that it's so so on the nose in these films. Yeah, you know,
1: just like the message you're conveying to little boys, little girls all over the world. Yeah, why so many people kind of suck.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's like. But all that being said, I do uh, I do have a soft spot for Miss Congeniality. I think it's very fun. <laughs> oh, God. I do think it's a fun film. I think it's flawed like uh, like a relative, you know? <laughs> sure. Like it's that. like your it's, stupid drunk uncle. <laughs> yeah, it's like your Aunt Carol, <laughs> yeah. you know? She's, uh, she's a firecracker that one. <laughs> that one's a
1: firecracker. Shows up to every event, and you just kind of got to make sure she sits in the corner, and you don't go near. her. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll say hi every once in a while, but you know. Um, this also is one of those movies, just like one of my last thoughts on it, because I, I don't want to... This is one of those movies that is hard for us to talk about, I think, in terms of... I, I just feel like it's hard to talk about. Because we're men. Because we're men, I guess, maybe, potentially, but like... I just, you know, I want to make sure we're conveying correctly and, like, you know, because me and Luke have viewpoints that, you know...
0: Flame us on Instagram if you disagree with us. Don't flame us on Instagram, please.
1: And if... if Honestly, if you disagree with us, you probably suck. So, like, oh, maybe... hey, no, hey, No, hey. no, 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 no.
0: I like how Alex is like, listen, we're trying to be mindful, but also fuck you. Hey, fuck you is for not being mindful. You know what I mean? You, you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> Am I not making sense?
0: I don't know. Okay. I'll have to listen back to this and let you know.
1: Yeah, I feel... Oh, God. Um... But Sandra Bullock, going back into the conversation of the movie, um, really is a character actor. Oh, she's great. Like, I I didn't realize, I've I've seen Sandra Bullock, honestly, in so little. Like, The Proposal, I've seen her in, and Bird Box. Yeah, I forgot
0: about Bird Box. Yeah,
1: those are like the, oh, and I guess um, The Blind Side, too. Just those three movies Mm -hmm. I've seen her in. But, like, I just never expected to see her in yeah. kind of, like, a goofy, silly role like this. I haven't. And it's just, it was so much fun watching her perform.
0: Very La- much so. Lasting thoughts, Luke. What do you... Uh, oh, lasting yeah. thoughts of of the film for me? Yeah.
1: But if you had something else to
0: say, yeah. yeah. Nostalgic, indicative of its time, problematic in some ways, generally funny. Cool. That's my that's my take on miscongeniality. <laughs> uh, are we giving it a rating? Rating on this?
1: Yeah, we have to give it a rating. So
0: I give Miss Congeniality, I'm gonna give it a seven point two. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving along here, uh, and and that's that's the same as your nostalgic kind of deal. It's still just kind of yeah, same thing. Okay. I think
0: there's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of junk food. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I give it a three and a half. Oh (laughs) my God. Our first huge deviation. But you had fun watching this movie. I I know. Like I laughed
1: out loud at certain things. Yeah. It wouldn't be rated at all if I didn't think it was funny. Like, you know what I mean? It is funny. It is funny. Um, Yeah. I I don't, I'm not really going to, I mean, I guess I can say why I think Sandra Bullock carries
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Ernie Hudson is great. Mm-hmm. Um, There are some very cute, like, the very end of this movie is very cute, and she, like, wins Miss Congeniality with the other pageant uh, girls. And there's just a lot of camaraderie, and I liked the little bit, you think I'm gorgeous, you want to kiss me. And it's just so cute. And I would have been like... <laughs> uh. So, yeah. What did I say? Three and a half, three and a half. What's your beef score? Uh <laughs> it's like those those pork chops we
0: made. Oh recently. do you wanna explain to the listeners yeah. what pork chops are? So made? me
1: and Luke, uh a few weeks ago were like, let's make like a meal. We're gonna make a meal. And uh we were like, let's get some green beans and some pork chops and some mashed potatoes. And it just kinda went to shit because we we went to the grocery store and we got these super thin tiny pork chops. And I was like, oh, we have uh, seasoning back at the apartment. And I opened the seasoning packet, and it comes with a plastic bag. And it's like, put the pork chops in the plastic bag. Put the seasoning also in there. Make sure there's water in the bag. Put some holes in it and put it in the oven. And I knew better because I'm really good. I'm like a little grill master. But I was like, I'm going to try steaming these fucking pork chops. master fucking basically
0: boiled pork chops.
1: (laughs) 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 They were completely white oh god they were they were yeah and they were just they were like
0: miscolored too
1: they were miscolored white the seasoning was very disgusting and i was just disappointed in myself but we kind of just ate it and we're laughing at it at
0: how bad we had it like was like powdered gravy and mashed potatoes yeah we put the Everything mashed potatoes so and the gravy salty. into one <laughs> it so it was disgusting <laughs> the green beans had way too much butter we, we they could were have just built a house beans. with that mash, with those mashed potatoes oh man that was just a
1: train wreck um so, so it's
0: similar to that. It's
1: similar to that, but, okay. like, it's funny because we, we laughed it off. It was just a little goof moment. Um, but I will I will be grilling them next time, Please. and I
0: will not rewatch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a – it's like a double cheeseburger. <laughs> okay. It's like a double cheeseburger, From greasy where? fries. From where? Um. Or, like,
1: is it a fast food double cheeseburger or, like, a homemade double cheeseburger or, like –
0: it's a bar double cheeseburger. Okay. At that sh- the the bar that they went to where they got all the shooters. Okay. Yeah, it's the like teams. that place. Like it's a like, kind of like like a junk food. Like ooh, uh, but uh, ah, <laughs> kind of evening. <laughs> this you is know, fucking so accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Are we good to leave Miss Congeniality where it stands? I think we're good. Let <laughs> us
0: know. Let us know what you guys think about Please our our takes on this one. Alex is horrified this because is the majority so of our listeners are women. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry, ladies. Okay,
0: we're going to break. 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 We're back. We're back from the break. Back from the break. We're gonna, back from
1: the break. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna talk about. Gonna break things. it. Gonna break it,
0: baby. Gonna, gonna break, break it. We're gonna break it so much. We're, we're gonna, gonna, gonna
1: break it down. We're gonna get some stuff. We're gonna maybe. Talk about stuff we want to have on the podcast. Talk
0: about stuff we want to have on the podcast. What would you pick, Alex? Ooh, did I go last time? Yeah, oh, it's been so long. I can't remember.
1: Okay, I'll go first. Mm. I'll go first. Mm. I want to be sponsored this week on the sixth episode of the Bucket of Beef Podcast. The sixth episode. Um, by the the Anxiety Poppers. Oh,
0: the anxiety poppers!
1: Anxiety poppers. What do those look like, Alex? Um, they come in all shapes and sizes, but essentially, it's like a big plastic shape that has little bubbles in it, and you can just kind of flip the little bubbles, um, and it just keeps you distracted when you're feeling anxious. Are you feeling anxious right now, Alex? Oh yeah. Why are you feeling anxious? I mean, his congeniality made me. Oh no, come on. <laughs> it's okay. But Luke handed me the little bubbles, and I feel yeah. better. I feel like they're so important in everyday. Like I would, you can keep them at your office you can keep them in your apartment you can keep them uh when you're out and about during the day whenever you need to just stay busy you need your hands to stay busy um if i could pick a shape for this to come in um i would i would make it the shape of a big pencil
0: (laughs) a big (laughs) pencil yeah so that like way, the whole thing would be a pencil? The whole thing would be a but pencil with But it would be a with pencil pencil with little bumps.
1: Yeah. So at least people think like oh, an octagonal. He's holding thing. something that's like, you know, for for business use or official
0: <laughs> <laughs> some use. I'm imagining you walking to like a to a meeting with a big briefcase and then you pull out <laughs> this like eight inch long, goofy, thick ass pencil and I just have to keep Like a right? bunch of bumps? Yeah. Like a diseased sex toy? I do kind of have to keep
1: this away from me most of the time because it, I will only focus on this. I, I,
0: I use it all the time. This yeah. is what it sounds like to all you guys. Oh, that was another one. I hope you enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. They're just little bubbles that pop. Um, so, yeah. That is who I want to sponsor us. I don't know if these are branded or anything, but I, I, I that would be lovely. If
0: you are a branded stress little... Stress popper. Bubble popper. Hit us up because we got a lot of it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Your turn. Who is my sponsor? Hmm. You know what? I want my sponsor to be just my sponsor. Okay. Not even for the podcast, just in my daily life. I'll just have a t shirt that says it for like $50 a day, you know? And I'll never wash it so people know I'm dedicated. Okay. Yep. And people are like, wow, if he loves that so much, then I got to see what's going on here is M&Ms. M&Ms? I appreciate m and Um, I had M&Ms for like the first time in what feels like three years yesterday. And I was like, this is like, I can see why people love this candy. Colorful, crunchy, <laughs> chocolatey.
1: Are regular M&M's your favorite M&M's?
0: No, you want to know what's my horrible, horrible, depraved take? You know what my favorite M&M's are? What? The pretzel ones.
1: That's awful! (laughs) I was expecting peanut butter or the peanut m because the peanut M&M's are superior. No,
0: I like the the dry-ass, crunchy (laughs) ones. Salty? Yeah, dude. That's The ones that are like a three-to-one ratio, pretzel over chocolate. I fucking love them. I love them, and they're so dry. They're so dry all the time. I think it would be torture to eat a single one, like a whole packet of them without any water. But I love it. <laughs> I like the munch and crunch. I like the sweet and the salty. You know, it's kind of crazy. You want to hear something really depraved about What's... how much I like sweet I and like salty things? I like when you depraved because it is depraved. I'm really exposing myself on the podcast here. I ate like an ant. I still eat like an animal, but I ate especially like an animal when I was a child, between the ages of like nine to eleven. Do you want to know what one of my favorite snacks was? What I would make this snack. Okay. Are you ready to hear? Yeah. So, uh, in my house, in, in our house, we would sometimes have, um, like, these dispo- those disposable, like, like half-cup coffee cups. You know what I mean? They're, like, maybe, like, four inches high and, like, three inches wide or two. I don't know. Whatever. Dimensions. I would take Honey Nut Cheerios. I would fill the cup up about two-thirds of the way. Okay. I would take the rest of the cup and I would fill it up with shredded cheese. I would take that cup. I would shake up said cup. I would eat the con- the contents of this cup with my bare hands. Are you lying right I now? I am actually serious. You can ask my mother and she'll probably cry and then say, he did that.
1: What kind of cheese?
0: Like a mixed <laughs> 4 cheese <laughs> shredded cheese.
1: I'm in shock right Isn't now. Isn't that crazy? Did you... Heat up
0: the Nope. Che- you just cold shredded cheese and cold, honey nut Cheerios? cold yep.
1: Coldnut. Oh God.
0: Yep. So all that to say I think <laughs> I think pretzel MMs are a superior snack to that. <laughs> um, so uh and Mr. M, Mrs. M. They, them. You know, our, please our, 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 reach our out to me. Our whole thing
1: kind of goes together, where you can put the little M and M's in our little yeah, bubble poppers. Little pop. These would work really well for you because they wouldn't
0: work well with the pretzel ones because those are some big boys. Some big boys, but right.
1: you know, it kind of works. You know how they have like the dog tasters. Where,
0: like, you put, like... Dog not tasters. Not dog It's
1: not what they, they're they called, but they're, like, mats where you put, like, the food on the mats, and the dogs eat it, and it's supposed to keep them distracted and tire them out after you eat I have
0: never heard of this. It's a thing. I don't have a dog, so... I don't never either. Never had a dog.
1: But it would work really well for you, specifically, because then you'd get tired after eating, and you wouldn't <laughs> eat so much.
0: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not being called out for overeating. No, you don't like overeat. You're i You're just do. a big snacker. I'm a huge snacker.
1: I've never seen anyone eat like this. Man. I just like to taste. He's just a
0: you. You are like the living cookie monster. I am, dude. You're you're cookie monster with Dahmer glasses. <laughs> with Dahmer glasses. <laughs> no, is that my, one of my toxic traits? It's not a toxic trait. No, it's a I trait. Mean,
1: it's a trait, it's yeah. A character, you got the, the wireframes, and you like to eat, and you are you're, you're the best boy. At least you're oh, not well. eating brains. You know what I mean? No, nope.
0: and I don't eat that the cheese and the cheese and Cheerio combination. I will, however, say that that sounds really problematic. Doesn't it sound like someone that would become a serial killer. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm gonna keep an eye out. Yeah, well, the you. the clock hasn't struck twelve yet. Okay, you ready to go back to back to the <laughs> show? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to the show. What's the next movie we're talking about? Okay. This is one of my
1: all-time...
0: Alex is going to give the synopsis for this one.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's one of my all-time favorites. This movie came out in 2010. Here we go. In a small town somewhere out west, a tire comes to life and terrorizes a small town where a small group (laughs) of townies... (laughs) Is this mine or are you doing it? I'm being mean. Where a small group of local officers try to thwart said tire who can blow up people's heads and is on an unstoppable rampage, will, will the tire blow up everyone's heads or will the officers stop? The tire. It's weird because that's, Those only, are great that's only partially kind of the deal here. What's
0: so interesting about this film. Oh, it's called Rubber. It's called Rubber. Yeah. This film is Rubber, and we are going to talk about it. Um, rubber is such an interesting film. It's so meta. Can I can I say some super quick? Yeah, please. You want to know the crazy thing? What's the crazy thing?
1: Rubber has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Mm-hmm. What does miscongeniality have on oh, Rabbit? Forty one. Rubber's canonically better than miscongeniality, I'm it sorry. It
1: seems like it kinda is, though.
0: I would say rubber is more I think it's 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 a, so it's, niche. It's a, it's a better execution of a concept, for sure. Yeah. It's R-
1: it's it's just such a niche concept. Like you have to really like yeah. know what you're getting into with it, but go ahead. Well,
0: and me. they set it up in the beginning too. Like the entire when when you're watching the film one of the actors who plays um the head sheriff who plays the head sheriff what's his name steven spinella steven spinella's fantastic um basically this character introduces the idea that this film is an homage to the no reason like why does this thing happen no reason why is the why is our futon in, brown? In, Yeah, in no specific,
1: reason yeah movies you know why is et brown no, no reason. reason yeah
0: Exactly. Um, Um, And this film goes all out in its dedication to no reason. Um, A really fun thing with this film is like while all this crazy shit is happening, this tire that learns how to blow things up with its mind, there are viewers of this film that you, the viewer, are watching that are part of the film. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you have a bunch of people like sitting in they're the middle like of the watching, desert. They're almost. bird watching, but they're watching the film. They have a set of binoculars. They're talking about the movie. They're giving their their takes on the film. They're like,
1: you can't record it. It's piracy. Don't mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> um, yeah, and like they all, they all do a really good job with their characters too. They do. Honestly, the dialogue is very um, blocky. It's very blocky dialogue for sure. Yeah. Um, but so. We, we open with the with the spectators mm-hmm. and the officer being like, we do this for absolutely no fucking reason, so enjoy the film. And we have a good 15 minutes of kind of exploring Robert the Tire waking up.
0: We never get to learn that his name is Robert. No, but it's for just, some reason, every... Everyone knows somehow. Every
1: description, it's, it's like his Robert name is Robert. Tire. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he is just like a normal car tire. No, Why is his name Robert. No reason. No reason. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just pick that up. Yeah. Wow. Um, So then we experience him. Wow. We experience him waking up and learning how to blow things up, and he's just a little destructive maniac. But I think it's so interesting because as much as this movie is about no reason, I want to know why he breathes and sleeps. (laughs) Like Like, that. That's like. Have you learned nothing? (laughs) I guess not.
0: (laughs) But like, I don't like watching him breathe. I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't like watching him sleep. He like showers. He drinks water out of puddles. <laughs> so we haven't weird. seen him eat. He has sexual needs. Yeah. He like is like He's totally. A deviant yeah, too. he is a deviant. He's a peeper.
1: He's a peeper. There's this. Uh, there's a uh, an actress by the name of Roxanne Mesquita, uh, and I guess her name is Sheila. I don't think we know anybody's. No, name No, we never really get told, told films, any any of the, the characters' film, names. You know, um, and she's just kind of driving around and Robert sees her driving and is like, Mm, let me stop this car real quick. And he uses his telekinetic powers to stop the car. And from then on out, he's pretty much just following her and she goes and stays at a hotel. We don't know why, no reason. Um, and he goes and just like opens
0: the hotel door and just watches her shower. Mm. And, and this is also while the spectators are watching Robert watch the woman, While they're commenting on the woman (laughs) who's being watched by the tire. so weird.
1: Um, And then he gets his own hotel room. He does. Um, And uh, there is another character who, I guess his name is The Accountant, played by Jack Plotnick. Also
0: great in this film.
1: And he is just kind of in charge of making sure the spectators
0: are, I guess wrangled yeah he's the he's the spectator wrangler they're not feeding them at this point these people have been out in the desert for like two days yeah uh they're getting a little antsy i like it when he like picks up the phone and he's like yes master (laughs) yeah who's the master no reason
1: (laughs) um and there's a turkey in his room, yep. and he cooks the turkey with poison
0: and kills all the spectators, so that they can stop the movie. Yeah, because
1: apparently it's going on
0: for too long. There's not enough plot or something. Well, and everyone just want all the actors just want to go home. Like <laughs> I love I love Stephen Spinella's character because he's he's like supposed to be playing this like this no nonsense sheriff who's like really trying hard to like save the day, but the actor couldn't give a fuck <laughs> and just wants to get home. So he's just like like. Oh, like, I guess we'll do this, like hey, but he is the only quote unquote
1: actor who is who's aware who's aware of what's yeah. going on that yeah. it is
0: a movie. And like so, okay, where are we at? Where are we at? We are So this is after Robert has watched Sheila's character shower. Yes. And well no, this is after the the spectators are about to be poisoned. Yeah. By okay. the accountant. By the accountant. Why is he the accountant? No reason. No reason. Um,
1: so the accountant, uh, brings everyone a turkey and everyone goes nuts and they're just like pile driving this turkey and everyone is trying to get at it. There are probably like 15 spectators, quite a few. Yeah. Probably about 15. Yeah. And one guy doesn't eat the turkey. He's like, I'm not hungry. And he's like this guy in this wheelchair. He's like, and I'm he getting looks my like, money's yeah, worth. he looks like he's like a veteran of some kind. Like he just kind of has that energy. And so, uh, uh, Steven Spinella is like, okay, we're over. It's been like six hours since the poison could take effect. Everyone's dead, so let's just wrap this up. And all the other actors are like, what are you talking about? A woman just died in this room because this tire exploded her head. (laughs) And he's like, no, 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 no. And then there's this whole bit where he's like, shoot me. I'll show you. And he still bleeds. He does. He's still, like, he's getting shot, and everyone's like, ooh. Like, all the other officers are like, ooh, wow, he really just ate that,
0: didn't he? Well, and it's hilarious because... He, like, goes through all this to convince them that they can go home and that it's all fake. Yeah. And then the accountant comes and like, the old guy's still alive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we have to deal with this. He's like, you just have to keep going. And then he has to, like, backtrack. Like, this must have been such a fun role to play. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's just so ridiculous.
1: He's like, there's an alligator under your arm, officer. And he's like, and? (laughs) Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It's my choice. Um... Yeah, so th- it's this whole thing is so goofy. Um and Robert jumps into a pool after trying to spy on the girl and like supposedly he drowns the for girl a does not while. die
0: by the way. It's a, it's a housekeeper that gets uh, Yeah, the off gr- the girl
1: he's stalking lives. Robert. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she catches him she, she actually peeps Robert in the shower and then Robert doesn't like that. No,
1: he doesn't. Yeah. Well cuz she like shuts off the water and throws his body out. Yeah, outside. that's
0: true. He was all clean and then he got so dirty. He got so dirty. Yeah. Um,
1: we also didn't talk about the little kid and the dad, mm-hmm. um, which is just such a random little tidbit. But like, um, the dad is an asshole, and the little kid has like a. Is moment. this the dad that owns the hotel? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we follow the the I guess the guy's little boy. Um, and there's a really funny moment where Robert is looking in like a mirror, and he's like going through all he's the self-actualizing <laughs> after all the deeds that he's done. And then the little boy's like, did you do it? And he like turns around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, I just want to know if you did it. Can you hear me? Can you talk? And Robert's just like dead, eye- supposedly dead eyeing this kid. Yeah. And is like, I'm not going to kill you. And then just wanders just leaves. away. Does he
0: feel remorse in this moment?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, does he, he kills after that though. He does. So I wonder if the f- like after that, he's like, I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Because then there's like kind of this man. Maybe he has a,
0: a no, a no child killing rule. I don't think he cares. No.
1: I mean, he was killing, like, birds. birds and, and bunnies. Birds and bunnies and literally everything. He doesn't care. No. He doesn't care. But th- but he did save him from the
0: water. He did. Yeah. The kid did pull Robert out. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was. He's like, this is your one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is your one save. That's <laughs> it.
1: Um. So then uh, the officer and the girl, Sheila, get in a van. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we are going to try to trap Robert the Tire. And they use a big dummy that looks like Sheila
0: and put a bomb. It does on not her. look like Sheila. It's a mannequin with a black wig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought the mannequin <laughs> oh, looked God. like her a little bit.
1: They put they put a bomb on, she, on Sheila's doppelganger yeah. mannequin and a, a speaker. And they're in a van. Kind of far away, and she's like saying random shit into the microphone, like you're just punish
0: me. <laughs> you're a big rubber. You're shit. a big rubber shit. You're a big rubber. Go shit. on, blow my head off, <laughs> you pussy. Did you, did, you, <laughs> like... did you already say that the mannequin has like C four strapped to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I and... zoned out. I was thinking of yeah of the mannequin in comparison to what Sheila actually looked like. Um,
1: and then there's there's a funny moment where the guy in the wheelchair comes up and is like, hey, this is stupid the way that you guys are kind of going about this. Yeah, he was a
0: real cynic about film. Yeah,
1: yeah. and But he was really enjoying himself and then the cop is like, can you, like, we're, we're good, thank you. Please leave. Bye. Um, Robert blows up the head of this mannequin. Nothing happens. Nothing happened. happens. The cop is like, I'm just gonna finish this myself and takes a shotgun
0: inside and... I c- like how the old man's like, well, you can't do that. What, what, about, what about What about the bomb? He's like, fuck the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. He just executes Robert on the
1: spot. Yeah.
0: So he. Police k- brutality. Yeah.
1: He kills Robert and he's like, that's at the end.
0: And then what happens, Luke? Robert pulls off his greatest trick yet. Robert reincarnates himself as a tricycle, <laughs> rides out of the front door of this house. Who, it, by the way, he has killed the inhabitants of this house and was just like he's watching NASCAR. He's like watching his people put in the work, <laughs> being slaves to society. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we I I also I love all of the imagery of like tires being abused, like near the third act of this film. Yeah, he's watching NASCAR, like he's looking at all these guys like burning tires in the <laughs> desert. Um, but anyway, Robert gets reincarnated as a tricycle. He rides out of the front doors and the the. The the guy in the wheelchair is like, "Whoa, no, no! I'm I'm just watching this. I'm just a spectator." But he did insert himself as a character. He did. So now he's fair game. What does I'm gonna name him Trobert? Do Trobert the tricycle? <laughs> what does Trobert the tyrannical tricycle do? Wow. To this man, he pops him. He pops him. Pops him. Blows clean. up his wheelchair. We got a boot. Lying lying down next to the split wheelchair. He definitely got more powerful because he did make that whole thing explode. I wonder if it's because
1: he like separated himself into three separate little tires. Maybe. You know? I
0: think the tassels on the tricycle probably had a little bit of power too. Yeah. Do they have tassels? Am I just imagining that? Maybe. I don't know. In my memory, they had tassels on the handlebars. Okay. The film ends with Robert as a tricycle, slow riding to Hollywood. With an army of other tires. <laughs> End film. End film. They should have made a sequel to this movie. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I want Robert to see, goes I want, to Hollywood. The
1: tires change. <laughs> Robert goes to Hollywood.
0: He gets a co habit.
1: <laughs> the tires take over. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Sheila becomes like... Like a... Uh, just a badass like Sarah Connor and Terminator. Ooh, that'd be fun. that would be kind of cool. Um, and now the spectators are just like slaves and tires ride them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got to hit up the director. I think so
1: too. I think it's Robert, uh, Depew. That sounds right. I would be shocked if I got that right. I'm going to, I'm going to find it because now I'm pretty sure I'm right. Cast, cast, cast. Director. Quentin, Quentin Dubu- DePue. Close. What is this? I said Quentin, Rob. this is a very Robert fun Depew. movie. Yeah, it's fun. Were
0: you, so, so like, final thoughts on this film. What do you think? Because we did a lot of, like, synopsis diving in this one.
1: We did, yeah. Um, I, I've seen this movie a bunch before. Um, This is one of those ones where, like, I would never watch this alone. Like, we've had a lot of instances with these movies where you're like, I couldn't watch this alone, but I would like to watch it with people. And a lot of the films that we've watched, I've been like, I could watch this with or without other people. Mm. This is one of those ones I'm like, I would never watch this alone. It's, you have to know what you're getting into with it. you have to be into the the strangeness and accept that this one is just so odd and out there and... You can talk during a
0: lot of this film, which is great. There really isn't a ton of dialogue. Well, and, and in a way, it kind of, like, encourages you to talk about the movie because you have other viewers of the movie within the movie that are yeah. talking about the movie. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> um, it,
1: it, it leaves you with a lot of fun questions, even. So, like, post-movie, I mean, this is the first time we've, like, talked about it since we watched it, but, I mean, like, there are questions that I'm sure we could talk about for, for hours, like... Why do you think Robert breathes? Why do you think he drinks water? Where does it go? Does he piss? Does he shit? You know, I've, I have those questions are important to me. Hmm. Yeah. Really hard hidden questions. I think about that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, but yeah, this movie is near and dear to my heart. I feel like this is the, the, the type of movie that, like, when we got to college for theater for acting and you do like theater of the absurd and things like that. Like I could gravitate toward that a lot more easily because of this type of movie. That makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? It's just
0: so unconventional. Like it's a very unconventional movie. One of my favorite things about this movie is just like it, it, it chooses its concept and it unapologetically adheres to it. Yeah. You know? And I, and honestly, like there are fun shots in this. There's a lot of really fun, like musical inserts within this film like there was definitely effort that was put into this yeah and you can really feel it and it feels like the people that made it had a lot of fun like and just the absurdity of some sections like one of my favorite parts of this movie is when the accountant tries to get the old man to finally eat and he brings like all these delicious treats all these delicious things that are like clearly poisoned and the accountant just gets like oh i'm hungry And then he starts eating all the shit, and he's like, are you sure you don't want this? Like, it's so good. Yeah, like,
1: he's not even thinking. He's telling a story about how, like, he
0: killed his brother. Yeah. Like,
1: smashed his head with a (laughs) rock.
0: You're like... Like, what the fuck? And he's just casually eating. Eating while he's talking about all this. And then my favorite part of the movie comes where he starts to feel sick. And this man, it literally feels like this man is dying on screen (laughs) and begging for mercy for three minutes straight. Like, it just keeps going. And it just like l- really leans into the absurdity of this whole thing. Yeah, and uh, it's just so fun. It's so fun to me.
1: It's the type of thing though that like if you're like really high or something, feel free to give this movie meaning, even if it's like you know, you, like it, the intention isn't supposed to be there. But it's the conversation that kind of matters with this one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I I like it pretty much in all aspects. Um, the community that the movie gives. I think like sure. that's a good way to say that. For sure.
0: What would be your score of this film? um this
1: it's it's such a niche film yeah so i feel very allowed to give it a high score yeah because it's in its own little category um this is a nine out of ten uh nine out of ten um that's crazy the only reason i feel like it has that one point off for me is just some of those musical inserts go too long for me yeah. But I've seen this movie a thousand times. The movie's
0: so indulgent. And yeah. I love it, for it is it. very indulgent.
1: Like, ha- have I not seen it? Had I not seen it so many times, I'd be like, okay, I can do the little musical inserts, but I'm just like, come on. I want to get to the
0: next point, the yeah. next plot point. Uh, so yeah, that's a nine out of 10 for me. Nine out of 10. Yeah. Dang. I give, um, I'm thinking about my Miss score. Um, and I feel like I'm going to put this kind of in a similar boat. Um, a little higher. I give, I'll give rubber, rubber an 8.2. That's a high score. Actually, that is a high score. And the, the again, the reason I give it an 8.2 is because they stick to their concept. And they know what the film is. And I think if you're willing to, like, go with the flow and, like, see what the director's vision was for this and appreciate it as that, I think you'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, if you're looking for, like, something more... It's so strange because the film is so simple in concept, but like makes you, it like oddly makes you think. Yeah, it does. It makes you think. (laughs) Which is hilarious. And it's kind of one of those films where like, it's fun. It's like fun not to think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, like catching yourself as an audience member, like the whole point of this movie is like that there's no reason. So just like go with it. And like, sometimes you find your... Your imagination trying to fight against that. Yeah. And like your sense of reasoning fighting against that. <laughs> and I think that makes the movie more fun for yeah. me, at least.
1: Honestly, this this type of movie would weed out a lot of people in my life, like watching it. Because if you're someone who can't All like, the basic bitches. Yeah, not even all the basic bitches, <laughs> but there are people who would be like, well, I just, I just don't understand. I don't, I don't like this. And I'm like, you know what? Then get the fuck out of you here. You gotta keep an open mind in life. Keep an open mind. Love it. Enjoy it. Indulge. Appreciate. Appreciate. You know? So, yeah, I think I think also just my, my very last thought. I would love, like, a behind-the-scenes of the writer pitching that this movie. That would be movie. fun. I would, I would love to see how they pitch that would this be really movie fun. to literally anyone. Yeah. Like, the crew and stuff, all the actors,
0: like... Yeah, and, like, the actors, like... Steven Spinella, like, is a Tony award winner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they didn't get, like, no one on this Yeah, no, they,
1: they really worked. And, uh, yeah, so I, that would be something i want to talk i want to talk to the director and writer and Steven Spinella. we're gonna get them on an episode oh yeah i think out of all the things that we've said like we can get arnie on the episode <laughs> or like anybody like i like this group of people i would want the most i know that'd be fun yeah that'd be fun um, so yeah that wraps us up i think or you, you didn't could, give oh no beef i score. didn't give my beef score jeez louise it's a big rubber steak Big rubber steak. No reason to ever have it in my home. No reason to try to put it in my mouth. No reason to try to season it. But give me that shit. I'm
0: going to try something with it. You? I'm going to give it a toothpick. What? You want to ask me why?
1: Yeah, I do. Why? No reason. Thank you for joining us on the sixth episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. Again, my name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hudson. And uh, make sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Bucket of Beef Show. If you want to join us on Patreon, we are actively reviewing every episode of The Last of Us uh, at patreon.com slash Show. Join us on our polls. You get access to early episodes um, and exclusive, exclusive content. We'll see you on episode seven. It looks like episode seven we will be doing
0: Scooby-Doo. And (gasps) three Three billboards billboards outside of Ebbing, Ebbing Missouri. That'll be a really fun one. That's the opening song for that film. That's the opening song. Yep. They go three billboards outside, and then there's about a thirty second pause, and they
1: go Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Bye everyone. Stay, stay fucking stay good and beefy. Beef.